Welcome to the Life and Ball Podcast on a Sunday, nearing 2 p.m. Today's show, we're going to talk a lot about college football, college football playoff committee, uh, obviously the four teams that are in, LSU number one, Ohio State two, Clemson three, and the Big 12 winner, Oklahoma, is four. It always gets real fun, and there's a lot of trash talk, and it always gets a little tricky when we have this conversation of who is the best four teams in college football. I don't think that you could ever not have an argument with how the system is, but I think it's an imperfect system where you still get four very, very good teams who probably are the best, but maybe there's a team out there that is, is as good. I mean, I think that would be the best way to describe this is there's probably a couple teams out there that are just as good as Oklahoma. There's probably a few teams out of there, you know, who are just as good as Ohio State. Um, where on any given game, you know, day, I should say, any given Saturday or Sunday or whatever day they want to play college football, it seems like they play them on every day now. Um, in a neutral site, you got to say to yourself, Alabama, you know, healthy, of course, probably is, is as good as anybody in the country on a neutral site. And they have the talent, the players, where they probably could beat anybody. I, I don't think it'd be hard for anyone to argue that. Now, did they play very well this year? No, they had struggles this year, and they don't deserve to be in this discussion. So that's the last thing I want to say about Alabama. Thank goodness, because it seems like it's kind of refreshing not seeing them this year. But my point is, there's always teams out there, especially in this Southeastern Conference this year, who on any given day, I mean, you, you better play well. They've recruited well. They have very talented players. I mean, I look at LSU, Georgia, Auburn, Florida, Alabama, and I, I look at those teams and, and I say to myself, they are as talented and big and strong and as fast as anybody in the country. And nobody could argue that if they really watched football this year. I mean, I, I watched a game, uh, Georgia, Florida this year. It was an absolutely outstanding football game on a neutral site like they always do every year. And I want people to understand this, too, with the neutral site thing. I know that people hate it, but that's the re realistic game where when you play somewhere where there's no advantage with crowd, and you know, I know some of those games are an advantage for some fans, but when you match up in a game like that and it's just, hey, our talent versus your talent, our size and speed versus you, our coaching versus your coaching, you really get a clear picture of how good the team is or who's better and I think that when I watched the SEC this year I just thought it was it was head and shoulders above every other conference because of games like Florida and Georgia where Georgia who wins their division and you know they're they're playing Florida they're, they got a battle on their hands they got to come back and win because Florida's very talented Florida I thought really you know I thought they would actually have a better season I, I really thought that they were good this year and I know they had some injuries and things happened but you know, that was a very good football team, very talented. I want to give people a, a little, a bigger picture approach here. So for me, I'm very fortunate. I, I lived down south quite a few different times. I, I lived in Florida, Georgia. Um, you know, I, I had jobs there playing minor league pro basketball. So, you know, I, I used to, uh, you know, be in those areas and, and I watched high school football. And I was blown away with the high school football in Florida, how good it was. You know, when you grow up in Michigan, you realize real quick when you watch a Florida high school game, it's much different than a game in, in Michigan. Um, I would argue that Ohio is a very good high school football area, and I do believe that's why Ohio State is so good. They've, they've really gotten the best players from Ohio to stay there. I think it's a great pipeline in your own state to have good high school football. 
but it's not in comparison to some of these southern states in football. It's just not. I'm going to tell you why. Um, it, it's very much a blessing when uh, you have the weather that, that some of these states do. When you're in Texas and it's, you know, in the winter and you can play pickup football. A lot of people don't talk about this and I want to talk about it. It was nothing for me to go and see parks down south in Texas, Florida, Georgia, and see pickup football going on. I'm used to pickup basketball, right? The playground, a lot of basketball going on. You, you've seen a lot of kids playing football all day long. And that was interesting to me. I didn't see that. You know, I grew up playing backyard football. But when it starts getting snow and cold, I mean, <laughs> there's only so many times you're going to play outside and play football. And, and these kids play year-round. These kids in the South play year-round. And I think it does matter with recruiting when, when you're Alabama, you're Florida, you're Georgia, you're Clemson. You know, you're getting kids who are living in those areas, typically in the region of the South, who play a lot of football. They play earlier. Um, you look in Texas, I think it's crazy that they play tackle football so early. I don't agree with it. But I think that you're getting a kid who is really trained and honed to be an outstanding football player from a very early on age. And I think that's why the, the Southern teams typically are better. I mean, it's not rocket science here. They play a lot of football. It's the number one sport typically in these states. And the weather allows them to play a lot. They train a lot outside. I mean, you, you know, you, you see kids always with a quarterback coach or running routes or uh, pushing sleds, whatever they're doing year round. I mean, this is a year round. A lot of kids play football year round. And uh, me being a basketball guy, it was just eye-opening for me because I was the other way. I was basketball year-round in a gym all the time. You know, if it was Christmas Day, it's freezing out. You know, maybe sometimes we played some some uh, football outside, but it was so cold. How long were we really going to play? You know, we didn't have the luxury that these kids down south have of, hey, you know what? We're going to play football all day long outside. We're going to train year-round outside. And, uh, and that's just how it's going to be. So that's just another point why I just think that people don't realize how good the SEC is. The kids, the players they have are just, they've played a lot of football now. So that's that's one of my arguments why I think that when I looked at LSU and I looked at the teams they played and beat versus Ohio State, I thought very easily that um, beating Auburn, beating Georgia, Going on the road in Tuscaloosa, beating an Alabama team who had a healthy Tua is a big deal. It, it just is. You beat Florida, who was pretty good. That's a big deal. And that non-conference game that a lot of people don't want to talk about because Texas really just crapped the bed this year. Um, the second game of the year against Texas on the road, Texas was a good football team. They were a team that had high expectations. A lot of people, what were they saying? That it was going to come down to them in Oklahoma, right? A lot of people felt that way. Texas has a lot of talent. They just had a bad year. I don't know what happened there. A lot a lot of different things did. We can go on and on about Texas. I don't want to do that. The point is, that win on the road in Austin is much more valuable than Ohio State beating a Cincinnati. It just is. I mean, you guys can argue with me all you want. Oh, Cincinnati was really good, and they had a great year. And they made their conference championship. No, look, beating Cincinnati early season, comparing that to beating Texas on the road, is just, there's no comparison. It's, it's not even worth the discussion. And, and I, I do believe that the committee took all these things into consideration. I really believe that. I think they looked at the full schedule, and they probably had a huge argument because you got to look at Ohio State. They had a lot of 
ranked wins, and they also beat the crap out of everyone. I mean, they dominated everybody. I mean, you go on the road against Michigan, who was playing really good football at the time. I think that win should matter. I mean, but I think that, in my opinion, the committee looked at it and said, well, Michigan, Penn State, just how good are they? They're good teams. They're not great teams. I I think that they judge Georgia and Alabama at a much higher level than they would judge a Penn State in Michigan. I really believe that. I think Wisconsin was really good, though. I think when you look at Wisconsin, they played football in that first half the way they started the year. And I thought that was really important to note because I think the one argument that Ohio State could have and the fans and the players is that Wisconsin team is a good football team. They're talented. It's a veteran group. They're big. They're strong. They ran out of gas. And they just don't have the speed to keep up for four quarters with a team like Ohio State. And, and the fact of that is, look at the second half. Wisconsin looked gas. It looked like they put the pedals to the metal in the first half. They did everything they could do in that first half. They played outstanding football. They punched Ohio State in the mouth. Ohio State woke up. Ohio State said, we are a better football team than these guys. We're more talented. We're faster. We're just as big as strong. Let's impose our will on these guys. And they flat out did. And that was impressive. I think you got to give Ohio State a lot of credit. And that should matter. I just don't think it mattered more than what LSU did this year. I think the team people are are forgetting about. And, and I am surprised. But I think the ACC gets such a, uh, you know, a bad view is is Clemson's just so talented. I mean, they have a great quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. They have great, you know, with, with the running back position, they're so good. The receivers are so good. They're just as big or strong and fast as Ohio State. And that's going to be a great matchup. I can't wait to watch that game. I do think Clemson will win, but I think that that's a big game for Clemson because they're having a lot of feelings of disrespect right now, and that does not go well for Ohio State. You know, you don't want to have to play a Clemson team who feels like they have a lot to prove because they don't. I mean, they have 28 wins straight now. This football team and program is for real. And I think Ohio State fans, you don't have to look too far back to realize just how good that program is. I mean, when you look at 2016 and you lose 31 nothing to Clemson, that wasn't because Ohio State was bad. That was because Clemson's just that good. And you could be in a situation where you find out real quick in a few weeks just how good Clemson is. And I watched them a lot, and they've dominated. I mean, they have dominated opponents. You know, they're beating, I think, what was it, the last eight games or nine now. They've, they've won by more than 30 points. I don't care who you play when you look at that. They've been dominant, and they're a very good team. So that game will be very intriguing. I think Oklahoma and LSU will not be. I think LSU is on a completely different level that Oklahoma's not ready for. I thought the Big 12 was a letdown this year. I did not think that was a great conference. I would argue that people in the ACC could say, is the Big 12 really that good? I mean, is Baylor you know, that much better than all of our other teams? I, I would argue that. I really would. I, I don't know if... They're that much better than every other team not named Clemson in the ACC. I think that would be interesting uh, to talk about that conversation. But uh, look, the four teams are in. I'm excited about it. I I think Ohio State, this is their chance, though. I I really think that they've got a lot of veterans. Justin Fields is scary good. That injury worries me. He needs to be able to run. When Justin Fields cannot run as well as he typically does, that offense changes. You're going to be in a situation where you play Clemson now, and they're going to get after the quarterback. If Wisconsin can get to the quarterback, uh, Clemson will too. Clemson will too. 
And I really hope for Ohio State's sake that Justin Fields gets a little more healthy, that he is now more of a threat in the RPO uh, run actions where he can run the ball. Um, if they do pressure, he can elude and get away. I thought he couldn't uh, be as elusive as he usually is with that knee injury. That's going to be something you really got to look at. You know, you, you give him time to throw. They have the receivers. They definitely do. I think the receivers will do just fine against Clemson. What it's going to come down to is when they put pressure on him, that's Clemson on fields, can he get away? Can he run the way we have seen him run most of the year? If he can, I think we're going to have a much better game than, we, than people think. Um, I, I think, obviously, a lot of people think Ohio State's just going to win. That If you think Ohio State's just going to beat Clemson, you haven't watched Clemson play this year. You haven't seen how talented and how good this team is up front and how fast they are and how strong they are. You'll find out December 28th just how good they are. But it's going to be, that's an intriguing matchup. It really is. Clemson, Ohio State, a lot of people want to see it. I mean, Ohio State should definitely look back in time and say that was an embarrassing loss to get shut out in the college football playoff against Clemson. Here's your chance to make up for it. Can't wait for that game. Going to be a lot of fun. But um, I think it's an interesting thing, though, to talk about these conferences, just how good teams are. We need to get away from these rankings, or, or we got to rank teams differently, or, or we got to change the whole college football uh, playoff thing completely because I just don't think we know if a team is really that good because we're basing so much on rankings. Here's a great example. Uh, I thought Minnesota had a really good year this year. Uh, do I think they're a great football team? Absolutely not. You know, they, they, had, they can't recruit that well. They don't have enough talent to beat very good SEC teams. I think we all should agree with that. If we don't, you know, we don't take the eye test very serious. I think the eye test is important. I think when you watch LSU and Florida, and then you watch Minnesota, Wisconsin, you should see that that game, LSU and Florida, those are two really, really good football teams. Where Minnesota and Wisconsin, eh, there's some things there, but uh, the speed's not there. The speed's just not there. And you got to have both. You got to have size and speed. The Big Ten's still lacking in that. Ohio State is just the only team, in my opinion. I think Michigan had moments where there's size there and there's speed there. Ohio State is the only team in the Big Ten that, that can compete at the highest level with speed and size. There's no argument there. They have the offensive line size. They have the skill position speed that rivals SEC teams. And there's no other team that has that. You look at Michigan... They had speed on the defense. They were too small. They, they could not compete physically against Ohio State up front. And that's why they got ran off the field. They, the, there was no pressure on the quarterback. They couldn't get to field. He had all day to throw. And they could run the ball whenever they wanted. Because they were just too, too strong. They were too strong for Michigan's defense. Ohio State, those games are now done. You will not play against a team now where you're either faster or stronger. The, the, the playing field is completely level now. You play Clemson, you're not faster or stronger anymore. You're about the same, or in some areas, you're slower or smaller. That's when coaching comes in. That's when a, a plan needs to come in. And in the Big Ten, there's just not enough there at the highest level with more than one team that has that speed and size. And, and that's the eye test. That's when the eye test, you come in, you see how fast a team is. You see how big a team is. You see how fast those skill position players are. The Big Ten falls short. The SEC, it, it just does, period. 
And uh, I would I would say that Clemson, that's why they're so good in the ACC, is they're bigger, stronger, faster than everybody else. They have better recruits than everybody else. You, There's no competition for them. They're just on a different level. So that's why this thing is the eye test when Urban Meyer said, well, what do you know about the eye test? How do you really know? Well, just... Urban Meyer, you're a football genius, everyone says. You should be able to watch a game and say, oh, yeah, this team's just faster. Or, this team's just stronger. This Again, this is not rocket science. But that's why you play the game. This is why you play the game. And, and, and Ohio State has a lot to prove here. I think it could maybe make a great statement about the Big Ten Conference if they go in and play Clemson neck and neck the whole game. They, they, they punch them in the mouth. And if they get a win, I think that says a lot about the Big Ten. I truly do. And uh, But I have my doubts. But again, that's why we play the game. That's why it's going to be fun. It'll be interesting. Again, college football playoff coming up in a few weeks, December 28th, first games. And I can't wait. Can't wait to talk about it. But uh, hey, this season's been great. Uh, I'm, I'm very interested. I don't think they've announced it yet where Michigan's going to play. I think that the Michigan-Alabama game would be a horrible game for Michigan. I think they are not on that level to play an SEC team like Bama, even without Tua. But uh, we'll find out. But, hey, thanks for listening. That's just a couple of my thoughts on the, the, the early college football playoff talk. We'll get more into it the next few weeks. Again, Life on Ball Podcast. We give your game life. Uh, give me your feedback on this. Share, like, comment. And uh, really looking forward to talking more about the college football playoff.